I'm Dustin. Wait, I'm hold on. Sylvia. Let me get it clean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Dustin. I'm okay, Sylvia. Now you go. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Not here. I'm Bob. And, and this, this is, is movies against time. Bob, this this one was your. Unlike the last one and the one before that, this one was your pick. Yes, yes, it was. That's how taking turns works. Yeah, I'm not digging it. I don't like sharing or turns. I just don't like sharing. I don't. Okay, well, that's not cool, man. I'm honest. Movie was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> that's right. 1987. John Candy, Steve Martin. John Hughes. Two Johns. Two Johns. One in front of and one behind the camera. Yes. To celebrate the Thanksgiving spirit? Yeah, it's about the only Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> yeah. There I is like one other others. one I learned about last night. Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. 1991. Yeah. We both, I love that that thing came on and we're both like, never heard of it. And then we see Ed O'Neill and we're both at the same time. I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those ones where you forget it's a holiday movie. Yeah. So... This was the first time for me watching it all the way through. Was it? I've yeah. seen it a few times. <laughs> and the only times I've ever seen it was on cable. So Yeah. They say cable had an added scene or a couple added scenes. I can't say that I remember what they were. <laughs> they probably just doubled up on the rental just car like scene. Extended. Oh, the scene with the truck where you had the black eye. They had, they actually recorded that whole scene. Yeah. They recorded yeah. all the, all of it. The whole all yeah. of it. Steve Martin said when he read the strict, don't you think it's a bit long? <laughs> yeah, it was a hundred and I guess hundred and forty five pages, the yeah. script. And usual comedies at that time were about ninety. Yeah. Seventy five so, to ninety. <laughs> yeah. Martin went to Hughes, are you gonna be cutting some of it? And Hughes was like, Cutting? Like, oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might have been good. I mean, who knows? <laughs> That's the crazy part about this, is it's what, an hour? It's it's ninety two minutes. Could have broke the mold. Just made the first three-hour comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's an hour and 32 minutes, but there's four and a half hours of, of recorded movie. Yep. That's crazy. So they cut more than the movie's length <laughs> yeah. is. Yep. And it's a hatchet job, man. I yeah, Watching sh- it all the way through. Yeah, there's certain things don't make sense here and there. So much. <laughs> so much doesn't make sense. Too much, I think. I would argue too many things. Yeah. Honestly, well, I wouldn't want that job. The editing? Cut it from four four hours down to two, under two. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think it could have been a, a good two hour movie. Yeah, easily. I don't know. Obviously, no one knows what we're missing out on except for Chris Columbus. There wasn't a whole lot of time in this entire movie. One person where... has seen the four and a half hour version of it. Oh, yeah. I think it's Columbus, isn't it? John Hughes showed it to Columbus. I think. I don't know. I didn't hear that anybody's seen the whole thing. I, I wasn't. I didn't even know they they edited a four hour version. There. The original cut was four and a half hours, and then there was a three and a half hour director cut, director's cut. Wow. Paramount had him shorten it. They shortened it to like two hours, and they were like shorten it more, and they finally got down to that 92 minute, <laughs> what we have. Wow. But at that point, it was like two times having to give in. <laughs> like you lost way more than you thought you were going to. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But also, why would you make it so damn long? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Benjamin Buttons feels like that. Benjamin Buttons did feel like a really long movie. <laughs> yeah. It was good, but it was long. <laughs> Same thing was at uh, Braveheart. Well, Braveheart is a long movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's something almost, what, over three hours, right? Yeah, it feels that way because it is. <laughs> but I don't think I could think of anything that's not needed in it. I love the movie, so. 
maybe this First, one we might have loved. I'll teach you to use these. <laughs> I'm always interested when they're that long. If we could go back and just watch it, like I wish they had that as an option you could buy now. The last piece of information I found on the four and a half hour version of it was Hughes made a comment that it's probably deteriorating somewhere in a garage. Yeah. Yep, Never to be seen somewhere. again. Yeah. It's sitting next to an arc from Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's probably with top men. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it opens up big, bold font, planes, trains, and automobiles. We hear the sound effects of planes, then trains, then automobiles. <laughs> yeah. With a black screen. And then it's New York City, two days before Thanksgiving. So they do right in the beginning. It's like, hey, this is a Thanksgiving movie. Yep. <laughs> this is this is the most watched holiday movie around Thanksgiving. Just because. <laughs> You're just going to sneeze? You're just going to effing sneeze right when we're doing live recording? We're recording! <laughs> Sorry, Bob. I missed what you said. She was being so rude. I apologize for her. Huh? Huh? You're talking to me? <laughs> Sorry, folks. At the at the movies against time house, we are down with the sickness right now. <laughs> I feel like we're all at different levels of sick right now. I'm sneezing and congested. <laughs> Mine's just the open sores all over. Oh goodness! Nice. My neck and <laughs> my neck and back. You have the plague. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but they smell good, which is weird. So I don't know. Uh... Bob, you had this on DVD. We watched it on Paramount. No, I did not. Okay, why are you yelling? <laughs> I thought you said you had this on DVD. No, I said I thought I had it. Oh. <laughs> nope, I do not. So you watched it on... Pluto. Okay. <clears throat> did you see the after credit scene? Yes. We watched it on Paramount. And Paramount's app has this cool feature where they don't show anything after the credits. It just immediately starts skipping to the next thing. It shows what's coming up next and it's like a countdown. For Takes ten, over the audio like and everything. Yeah. yeah, You can skip that. You got to hit the, the back button. Oh, I wasn't doing all that. Well, what, what is uh, the after? I didn't see it. It's just a... Remember the very first scene of the movie? I did, yeah. Steve Martin in the office and the, the president of the company is like looking at these pictures and yep. he's trying to decide which one he wants. He's doing the exact same thing at the end, sitting at the table by himself with a full turkey dinner in front of him. <laughs> Still in the office, <laughs> looking at the same pictures at different angles upside down. Oh, goodness. That is very good. <laughs> I wish I did get to see that. Two days later, he still can't figure out what he wants. <laughs> I did agree with him that why did he make them sit there for that whole time? Yeah. If he was just going to say, let's reconvene in after the holiday. Just let everyone go home if it's a holiday and you know you have to catch a cab or downtown traffic or whatever. It is New York. takes forever to do anything there. Truthfully, think your best way of traveling in New York is probably walking. Yeah. We didn't even get our driver's license. Most people in New York don't have cars. Yeah. Most of the cars you see in New York have come from out of city. Until we moved (laughs) out of state, that's when we got our driver's license. We didn't even need them. Think about it in New York. No, you walked. Yeah. So much easier. So this was Hughes' first non-high school movie. Yeah. This is after Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So that yeah. he had 16 Candles, Weird Science, The Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like he, he became known as, he was just really good at writing teen, teen movies. Teen yeah. movies. <laughs> Suburban teen movies. Like there was a certain sector of teens that didn't really relate. Yeah. Any, he, he tends to... Everyone's kind of rich in his movies. Yeah. At least like, someone's in a big, nice house. Everybody's like upper middle class. Yeah. <laughs> Wish that's how life was. 
I know. <laughs> it is for some. Yeah. Like Bob. Sure. <laughs> That's what makes me so mad about Bob. It still cracks me up. I was taking uh, my daughter <laughs> trick-or-treating, and we were in a neighborhood, and they were in the golf carts trick-or-treating. I was like, must be nice <laughs> having a golf cart to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> That's not even American. <laughs> you get in the back of the car don't put your seatbelt on drive to the next street and get out you meet the car at the end of the street that's what my kids are doing that's how Americans do it <laughs> fucking golf cart <laughs> get out of here <laughs> it's interesting if I see a golf cart driving around at night and a bunch of kids marching like like Americans marching to get candy and some freaking dote on a golf cart I'm flipping that golf cart I'm hitting that thing like like Rhino in WWF <laughs> yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> My little girl worked her little butt off for her Halloween trick-or-treating candy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Bob? Would you gore a rhino? Or gore a golf cart? Oh, say what? <laughs> wasn't that his move, the gore? Yeah, it was just a spear, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was the gore, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, woman? Mm-hmm. I hear JR in my head yelling, Gore, Gore. <laughs> he split in half. <laughs> this movie hits a nerve, man, because I, I feel like everybody has a traveling story. <laughs> At least yeah. one time traveling where it was a nightmare. Yeah, but it's usually it's like one little thing that happened. It's not like yeah. the entire trip. <laughs> I've had the entire trip. Yeah. But I've had a three-day bus ride across oh, country. Yeah. I've never been on a bus. For that long. It's not <laughs> something to put on the bucket list. I always wanted to go on a train for that long. That might be cool. My grandmother went up to Niag- Niagara Falls. Yes. For her honeymoon and went on train. What is it? Niagara Falls. Niagara? Ni- Niagara Falls. Okay. It's yeah, Niagara I wasn't trying Falls. Yeah. <laughs> you said Niagara. I kind of thought I had the eye in there. <laughs> Either way, the way I was going to say it was very bad, so I wasn't going to try <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> oh, no. we're, we're arguing about just the, a little enunciation of the I, and you're like, oh, I was going to say something real bad. <laughs> I can't pronounce that name. It's something that does not go in my vocabulary. <laughs> it never turns out the right way. <laughs> but yeah, watching him have to jump into cabs and then meet a plane and everything and then all his traveling was yeah, not even, okay even before he met john candy it was all going downhill uh-huh <laughs> i think well he met his uh traveling suitcase first yeah, yeah. that was the beginning of his i don't know i have a theory about that what's that yeah we never see that case we never see that case. He falls over something. Yeah, he, he falls. We see him racing with Kevin Bacon and he falls. And then some he falls into the street, his head under the tire of a car, and the car miraculously stops just in time not to kill him. Yeah. But then it drives forward without backing up and moving around his head or nothing. He doesn't move. It just drives forward. He, then, then he gets up and sees that, that, that suitcase, right? Okay. So here's my theory. He died. Oh yeah! Right at that point, Neil Page is dead. Okay, that tire went clean through. Just a, a strangely young, white-haired mush of a head. And then everything that happens after that is his kind of journey to heaven. Um, I feel like it's his journey to hell or purgatory. No, because he's at heaven at the end. Hughes makes that very clear. I don't know. 
Del Griffith, Del O. Griffith, is is kind of like bringing him along the river sticks. Okay. I guess I can dig it. Can you dig it, brother? <laughs> what do you think, Bob? It's, I don't know. It's a lot to have to mentally imagine if that's the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> Everything's normal until that moment. Then it all goes cartoon crazy. Right here, boom, dead. Cartoon crazy when he started having to race Kevin Bacon down the sidewalks. Yeah. (laughs) But we don't see the suitcase. We can see behind him. There's no suitcase there. Right there. Yep. But remember, he's dead already. That was, uh, it could also be sloppy continuity. (laughs) I mean, it was just a theory I thought of just now. (laughs) I liked it, but now now I don't. John Candy's an angel trying to guide him back where he's supposed to be. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Well, that would make sense about Candy's wife, too. Yeah? I don't think that's what it is all about, but I think that would be a good sidetrack for a new movie. It wasn't It wasn't <laughs> just his wife that died. He died, too. And now he's helping people. Yeah, eight years ago. And now <laughs> that's what he does. Because we don't know where John Candy's going. We have no idea where Dell's going. Yeah, he seems to just be wandering around. We have no idea why he's going to Chicago. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, but, but at the end... Neil's with his family, and then, but how are they dead, right? So that ruins my whole theory. Yeah. Unless this is a movie filmed about Chicago in the 80s. What happened in the 80s? I'm missing. How many people are in the house at the end when they get back? There's five. No. The two kids, his wife, his mother and father in law, and his mother. Okay, never mind. Throw it out the window. The Tylenol. Murders. Oh, okay. Five people died in the 80s in Chicago. The Tylenol murders. And I was like, oh, maybe that was his family. But that doesn't work if there was more than five people in the house. All right. You know what? Maybe he's still alive. (laughs) Sorry. But it was an awesome rabbit hole. I thought it would be a fun way to go if I could. But I I, I couldn't make sense of the end with that theory. (laughs) Remember when we were looking up The Shining and there was all those crazy youtube accounts and like even like documentaries people were getting made of all the theories of conspiracies of what the movie means in every scene and i was trying to do one of those like out of thin air that's hard to do man you gotta really be crazy to make something like that it's even worse i forgot they had three kids something i mean i don't know three kids oh yeah three kids hey i know that kid isn't he one of the taylors taylor thomas i thought he was one of tim allen's kids I didn't really like the wife. I feel like she should have been more understanding. It's not like he could have made the flight not get canceled. Yeah. So that's another thing that kind of suffers. I'm assuming because I, I know about some of the plots yeah, from the, the kid, deleted scene. The kid scene. is Matthew Lawrence. There was three Lawrence brothers, right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. One of the plots in the in the deleted footage is that his wife suspects him of cheating on him the whole time. And that's a running thing. Is like they're fighting over the phone. Because she is sure he's cheating on her. Okay. That would make more sense. At least that gives her a reason to be upset about something. That's just check one of things that were cut. It's a hatchet job. They just sliced things out and like didn't even think about continuity. Because that kind of makes sense when she's actually happy to see that he's with a guy coming home. And that it wasn't just like a fake story he was making. Dude, when they get in that house at the end and she's coming down those stairs... What business does she have taking up such a commanding presence in this whole ass movie? <laughs> That's like the weirdly most powerful scene and, and for no re- real reason. Yeah. No. 
You don't get a couple glimpses of her through the movie. Yeah. You don't really have any. But it is so just blast light lit and the music's slow and she's all slow motion. And... <laughs> Hello, Mr. Griffith. Like the only thing I could think of is they're trying to get across how important it is to have family and that you appreciate your wife because she might not be there. That's what I think this is. I think this is a comment on con- – I'm just going for a new one now. It's a comment <laughs> on consumerism. Oh. Consumerism of marriage? No. They lose so much money in this movie. All Steve Martin does is lose money. <laughs> they lose $1,000 yeah, in cash the first night. Yeah. He paid a first-class ticket, got pushed a coach. Yep. Just constantly, the rental car. Yeah. All he does is hemorrhage money. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But it's showing that none of that matters. It's the family at the end is the is what the, the just reward is. To get home. That's the subtext. Wish that was true. Yeah, no, I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, he loses, seven, what, 50 bucks right at the cab that he paid 50 bucks for for no reason. 75 75. 75, yeah. Yep, he did. Anybody that would pay $50 would surely pay 75 That guy sucks, huh? I loved him. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> but he sucks. Yep. He'd say, you're a thief. He said, it's close. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and then I love the cab driver that I just like, hear that they're heckling. He's just like, this is my time. I'm going with whoever gets in my cab. Zhim! Did we even mention it was Kevin Bacon he was racing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to well, get to the cab. That's so weird. <laughs> They were still filming the other movie he was making. Uh, was it She's Having a Baby? That's the one I haven't seen yet. And he was trying to get home to her in that movie. And they're they're like allude like I don't think it's confirmed, but there's so many rumors that he was the same character from his other movie. Oh, that's cool. Now I gotta <laughs> see that one. Yeah. I was reading something looking up just so much John Hughes stuff out there. Yeah. About how all the movies are in one universe. Oh yeah. The Hughesiverse. Well, later, later on in this movie, when he's talk, what is he talking to his wife on the phone, and she's watching TV. Yeah, the clips on the TV that she's watching are from the movie she's having a baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is like, what if the was shoes were on the other foot before the movie? I go was, barefoot before the movie was released. That's cool. <laughs> so scenes from that movie appeared in this before it was self was released. <laughs> That's cool. But that screws the whole weird universe cool. up, though, if that's what it is. Because Martin was racing him, who's supposed to be himself from his movie, and then she's watching the movie that he's supposed to be in. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need a break. <laughs> Can't break my brain right in the beginning. <laughs> this was the first of how many John Candy, John Hughes movies? That was surprising to me. Yeah, there was a few. This, yeah. <laughs> I knew about Uncle Buck, and I knew about this one. Yeah. And then I didn't, I just didn't know, like, I, I knew all the other movies. I just didn't know Hughes directed all those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they make a pretty good pair. Candy's just a, he's one of those dudes that started out with comedy and, and could just easily go into drama. Yeah. This is the movie that shows it, really, at the end. After this one, he starts getting dramatic roles. Yeah, but even his dramatic roles had a bit of comedy to it. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't seen Steve Martin's version of that yet. Of what? Like a serious, dramatic... Oh, yeah. Well, he's another one. He got milder and milder. I mean, look at him during Saturday Night Live with that whole wild and crazy guy character. Yeah. <laughs> you go from that to even just the, this movie. This movie is just him being a straight man, mostly. Which he's is... so... Just getting hilariously angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's not a good straight man. Because a straight man's kind of the audience surrogate. Yeah. 
But no one's that angry all the time. Yeah, but when he does it, when he gets angry, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of hard to do, though. <laughs> it's kind of hard to show you're pissed off and still make people laugh about it. <laughs> oh, no. My favorite movie was the one we had the brain in him. When he's trying to the trans- man with two brains. Was it? It was when his wife, he was trying to switch the brains. Yes. Yep. Have you seen that one? Are you talking about the one with Lily Tomlin? Yes, I think so. She dies, and then they they put her consciousness in his brain? No. No. That's another bit. That's a different one. It's not Lily Tomlin. It's this one he's like carrying around a brain that he's talking to. It's not Lily Tomlin? And then he ends up putting it in a woman's body, and she kind of gets... How many times did he make the same movie? <laughs> he puts it in his wife's body. <laughs> I bet he did. Yeah, he did one called The Man With Two Brains. The other one was called All Of Me. That's the one with Lily Tomlin. And it was Lily Tomlin. See, you said it wasn't yeah. Lily Tomlin. No, not in The Man With Two Brains. Well, I wasn't even talking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's a fan of this movie? Who? Seth MacFarlane. Oh, yeah. Peter Griffin's... You know what really grinds my gears? Yeah. Is from this movie, apparently. Really? Yeah, when, when Dell's on the plane with Neil, and he's like, oh, nothing grinds my gears more than a guy, a jabber jaw, doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> That's what originated that? Yep. That's funny. Then you got Ted. Ted 2, I think it is. It's the exact same scene from this movie. Really? When yeah. Ted's driving the car, dancing to the music. Okay. He says it then. Does he say it then? then? No, I'm just saying it's the same scene from oh, 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 as oh, oh. Dell driving. I see what you're saying. Okay. Dancing to the music, <laughs> to the same song, doing the mess around. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. I forgot that was even a song. I hadn't heard it in so long until I watched this movie again. <laughs> this movie, I mean, it, it reminds you why it's a banger. There's one song in this movie that freaked me out. Which one yeah. is that? When Neil gets left by the bus at the rental car lot. At the end, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. He has the keys to V5, and there's no car the at V5. Space is empty, yeah. yeah. The song that starts playing, he, he, he screams, You don't know who you're messing with! Or you're messing with the wrong guy! There's like techno music. It's like a remix of him saying that. And then he, it's him saying that, and then Dell talking, and then him saying it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A weird techno song. Yeah. With the, the dialogue that we just heard from the movie playing along new dialogue with the characters. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. So Neil, okay. So the story is that Neil Page, played by Steve Martin, is trying to get home to his family for Thanksgiving from a business meeting in New York City, family home in Chicago. You got two days till Thanksgiving. Boom. That's the story. That's right. the plot. It's got to get halfway across the country in two days. Yeah. Runs into Dell, played by John Candy, at the airport. Who is well, what is this American Light fixture? Oh yeah, I don't sales the- director shower. Shower curtain ring division. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He says it so fast. <laughs> Del Griffith, American Light and Fixture, Director of Sales, Shower Curtain Ring Division. <laughs> I believe it. Dude can sell some damn shower curtain rings. Yeah. He is a treat this whole movie. Yeah, he's good. I oh. see. I mean, I see it, all the stuff that he does that is annoying. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, how, I mean, I can put myself in Steve Martin's shoes and get annoyed at him. <laughs> Everybody else around him seems to love him, though. Yeah, it's Del Griffin. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like whatever he's doing wrong, he's just getting Steve with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve's the only one's getting him like twenty four seven. 
Everyone else is getting Chance- it for like 20 half an hour minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Chances are this whole show I'm going to call them by the real names. <laughs> Del? I thought Del was a pretty good character name. Yeah. I like Del Griffith. Del O. Griffith. And he had just done Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah. Where he's a dog in Spaceballs. <laughs> Del O. Griffith, D-O-G. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly why, but that was a IMDb fact I saw. That, that, I was might, like, be oh. a, that might be a throw. He might have thrown that in there on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else but me get pissed off at the hotel guy? No, just you. Yeah. <sighs> so rude. First, Oh, we're mixing up the cards? No! It's not even that. He calls, Del calls to get a room reserved. Right. So he gets there, he said, can my friend get a room? He's like, sure, sure, he can get a room, but I'm going to need another credit card. In the process, he charges both credit cards. Yeah, yeah. Gives Del a discount, but only gives them one room with one bed and charges them for two rooms. Yeah. So messed up. Good thing you got that discount. <laughs> I would have been having a fit right then and there. <laughs> yeah. So here's how it looked like it went down to me. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I saw it different. It looked to me like Neil pays. And then as Neil's paying, Dell asks, hey, do you still give discounts to members something or other? And he's like, yeah, I have to charge you double, but with the discount, it'll come to about the same or something. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and pulls out his card. And then runs it for the discount, I thought. Because then later on, when they're arguing in the room, Dell says, I even let you pay for the room. So it seemed to me like Neil pays for the room and Dell uses his card for a discount. Huh. I may be wrong. But yeah, yeah, that was very confusing. What happened it there. it, it, it didn't know. make much sense at all. Either way, it made it sound like they were getting separate rooms until they actually gave the money over. And then they're like, here's a room. And they're both looking at each other like, we have to share because Dell's like giving that oh shit look, like his f- eyes get wide. He's like, that was the only time he actually like showed that he was irritated about having to be with the other guy. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> One room. We gotta share a room. One bed. Hey, you want to take a shower? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like that. No. <laughs> a lot of it's overdone. Yeah. yeah. The the whole like gay phobic. It's like oh, it's scary to be gay. That's not. I think that was funny. That was a genuinely funny moment. Because you don't know who this guy is, and you don't know what he wants you yeah. to be. And yeah. They're strangers. That's funny, yeah. I thought it was a little. that was a little weird. He was in there taking the shower, and the other guy basically destroyed the bathroom while he was in the shower. And he didn't notice. And Yeah. <laughs> when he went in. The water had gone out altogether. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It was like, come on. <laughs> what is it? Every, every movie from the 80s, it's like, or 90s, both, 80s and 90s, someone's taking a shower, and the water goes out. With soap on their face. Never happened to me. Never in my life. <laughs> no. The only thing that's happened is I'll have soap on my face and then somebody might flush a toilet somewhere <laughs> in the house. And ice cold and I'm like <laughs> trying to yeah. get away from it and getting stuck with soap on my face while I'm waiting for the heat to come back. I've had the thing where I got the soap on my face and then like I hear an intruder, they bust in, karate fight, and I'm having to fight but can't see. You know the whole thing, you're trying to wipe your eyes and fight ninjas. But other than that, not me. <laughs> Puts the beers on the bed and then turns the vibrating bed on. That sucks, though. Because <laughs> we don't see that. No, I know. That's something that had to be cut. Yeah. Why? I'm telling you right Time-wise. now. Because you got to get down to 90 They don't minutes. reference it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They don't tell it. Because it's not funny it, to it just com- hear it about up. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's not funny. I know. I know that they had to film that. They must have. They did. <laughs> it's filmed. Yeah. My way of thinking about it is, if he literally did that, he would have been the one sleeping on that side. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he be laying there? Wouldn't and then for him to be like, oh, I don't care. Like there was a lot of actually this part here where they're at the Braidwood Inn. A lot of that got cut when that guy robs him, them. That was the whole thing where they had st- they had stiffed the the bellboy and had a thing going back and forth with him, and that's the one that robs him. Oh. But we we don't have that. Yeah. So I mean, the hatchet job. I didn't know any of, when I went when I first watched it all the way through for the first time for the show. I I made sure not to look anything up. I wanted to go in fresh, just know the things I've seen on cable. Right. And just doing that, I realized how much was cut. Like I didn't need to look it up to know <clears throat> that there's so much missing of what I'm watching. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> Especially when he has the black eye at the end. That's the most egregious. Yep. He just has a black eye now. Yeah, the two most obvious obvious scenes to me that they cut stuff was the one in the bed with the exploding beer and, and that black eye. Yeah, the exploding beer thing, I was just disappointed because that, that's a good bit. Yeah. that would And I haven't seen that. That would be hilarious to see. But I feel like we missed a couple phone calls with his wife, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, because the whole thing where they're cheating. He's cheating on her, supposedly. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a strip club scene. I was there. Yep. <laughs> After the car catches fire, they go to it. They end up at a strip club trying to use the phone, and Dale has a whole thing <clears> with the dancers. <laughs> Apparently, when they get pulled over in that rental car that catches fire by Michael McKean, yeah, he's telling them that they've been going the wrong way. They went past Chicago, <laughs> and that they have to turn back around. Like, there's a whole thing with that going on, and they that's gone. Wow. I mean, I, even as long as they say it is, I think I still want to see the full version. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks to know that there's so much missing. We talk about not really wanting to sit down long enough to watch really long movies, but I'd like this one enough with all the flaws it had that I'd, I'd want to see the full version. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't mind long movies. I just rather think about them as, like, mini shows for me and start them and stop yeah. them. I'm not going to sit there for four hours watching it's, a movie. That's what it is. It's the commitment to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To, yeah. co- to commit to a solid three hours or a solid four hours is, is the hard part. As long as it's a good movie, that's fine. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be a hard part, though, because I can commit to a full day of binge-watching one show, and you've yeah. seen me do it, no, where I don't it. move at all. <laughs> but there's something about a movie doing that with this a totally different feeling. I don't understand why it's a different feeling. Yeah. It's, it's just the way the story flows. I think so. When it's TV shows, it's short bits. Every you, 45 you only, minutes, they're giving you a chance to take a break. You only got to pay attention to the details for yeah. a solid hour at a time. Yeah. <laughs> With a four-hour movie, you got to remember stuff from three hours ago. <laughs> oh, no. I did like when they met back up at the airport, Dell's reading The Mounted Canadian. <laughs> Just a funny sounding, but I, I don't know if it's a real book or not. Probably, I didn't catch right? that one. I was trying to figure out which one it was with the girl's picture on front. That's the, first... Yeah, Mounted Canadian. Was it? Yeah, and then later on, so many people have referenced this movie, but in Deadpool, yeah. there's a scene with him reading the Mounted Canadian. Was it really? Yeah. That might be a Canadian joke, though. That might be a real book in Canada. I don't know. <laughs> like, I dislike the scene in the hotel because you definitely see it's cut because he looks like he's getting ready to leave and everything. And then they just cut back to them laying in bed again together. I think it was John Candy's pity speech. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of turned the around. I like me. Yeah. My wife likes me. My customers like me. 
I get that. He might as well phone in. The people at home watching right now like me. Because <laughs> yeah. it's true. And no one likes you, Steve. I mean, Neil. Sorry. <laughs> Six bucks in my left nut says we're not landing in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole plane seat thing was kind of, I don't know. It wasn't just Dell that was messing with him, too. Oh, you got the old man on the other yeah, side it was that's great. just using his shoulder as a pillow while he's snoring in his face. Coughing into his mouth. <laughs> yeah. I still don't understand that, how they could have messed up his flight and not given him his seat in the first class. If they're charging him for a first class seat. they were. If he kept his ticket, they would have refunded him the difference. I get that, but I don't know. Please, that's something airports are known for is bumping people. It happens all the time. Never been in one. Don't need to go in one. It's, it's a life experience I'm very happy I haven't had. I'm going to go ahead and say the name of the movie is wrong. Yeah. First off, that's that's a complaint. <laughs> is it? Yeah, because it should be called Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> yeah. There's only one plane. Yeah. There's at least well, two there, trains. There might have been two. Well, yeah. In four hours. <laughs> if you're going to cut that, you got to cut the you S on the plane. you got to change the whole name, yeah. <laughs> plane, trains, and automobiles. There's only train. one plane. Well, no, it was more than once on a train. Yeah, because at the end, they're riding a train. Yeah. So right there, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> find out the four-hour version. They're huddled in a Cessna trying to go somewhere. <laughs> the four-hour version was called Planes, Trains, Boats, and Automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> they had to cut a whole... Word out of the title. Boat, submarines. Yeah. Space, Hovercraft. Spaceships. Do you see the handprints <laughs> next to the picture? Holy shit. I see it on both sides of the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did wow. you? Is that something you read about or just caught now? Just caught now. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's great. <laughs> I didn't see that in the IMDb trivia. No. That's the first time I've noticed that. I didn't see that in a half dozen times I saw this movie. No. That's the first time. <laughs> the scene where he's like, where's your hand between two pillows? Those aren't pillows. And it's his butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sylvia just pointed out that the picture that's hanging above the bed, there's two handprints on each side of the picture. Yeah. Obviously, you know how they got there. Yeah. Do you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah. <laughs> We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Who sponsored us this week? This week, we're sponsored by the good men and women at Tried It All. Tried It All is meant for people who have run out of options. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have 10 milligrams of Tried It All. For the people that tried it all. If that one doesn't work, you could try fuck it all. Yeah. Do not take Tried It All while taking fuck it all. I feel like his trunk should have came undone right there. They're carrying it with the top on the bottom. Yeah, it was upside down for sure. <laughs> oh, it really bothered me, actually, that scene. When, yeah. when they're carrying it upside down and you can tell the top is on the bottom. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad if, we all caught that and was upset. <laughs> if that was me, it'd be everywhere. There would be no question asked. But I pack like there's no one's business when I'm trying to fit things in my area. Just let me tell you something. Just one of those trunks empty is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I own one. <laughs> it is heavy. I believe it. Mine's not even as tall as that one. I love some of the sayings Candy gives. Yeah. Yeah, more luck playing pickup sticks with our butt cheeks than getting a plane <laughs> out of here tonight. And then like follows it up with another one. You better luck finding a three-legged ballerina than getting a room tonight. Yeah. 
Yeah, that scene when they're on the bus, there was another actress that was completely cut out of the movie. Apparently, she couldn't keep a straight face listening to them two, those two go at it. She <laughs> just kept laughing her face off. I saw that. The one who plays Seven of Nine in Jer- Star Trek. Jerry Ryan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like she may just think that's why she got cut. And like it was just because they had to cut three and a half hours out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they refilmed it without her. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> About Hank Williams Jr. just being in the back of the bus. <laughs> was that really him? No, I don't think so. Was somebody looked like him. Just like <laughs> so, would you drive Doobie's uh, Taxiola? <laughs> as, as my own personal vehicle? I don't know. Probably not. Why? I'm just not a huge fan of lowriders. It's ridiculous. I, that's the first time I've seen like someone take a muscle car. Yeah. And make it a lowrider outside of Midnight Club Dub Edition. <laughs> That's a big thing on the West Coast, mostly. You lost me at car. <laughs> <laughs> Metal thing, four wheels. Yeah. <laughs> when you start putting names, then you lose me. Another scene feels like must have had something cut was when they get to the Breakwood Inn from, you know, in, in Doobie's Taxiola. Right. They set up this thing, like, it feels like something weird is going to happen with Doobie. And then. Nothing happened. Oh, with I know. Doobie. Yeah, like he was about to abduct him or something. Something funny was gonna happen. There, there's mm-hmm. gonna be something funny. There's not. It's just Doobie drives a cool car with lights on it. He's gonna pull up in front of Leatherface's house. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why? Why didn't you take the interstate? Oh, I wanted to show him the city. Like, oh, something's gonna happen it's with Doobie. It's dark out. <laughs> yeah. They get to the hotel. He's like, Doobie, take care of the luggage. Sure thing, Dale. And then you just hear the 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 burnout. Yeah, <laughs> tires squealing, and, and they're not—they don't have their luggage, and not mentioned that they have their luggage. It's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Every car they go in, the trunk is like tied open, so maybe you just burn it out. They dumped them on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I love how long Hughes decides to wait on the little things he sets up. Like even when they get that first hotel room and they switch cards, he sets up that they switched cards. Yeah, that doesn't pay off until an hour and ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Imagine if it was the full version. You'd have completely forgotten they had even credit the, cards. Even the dude <laughs> snuck in their hotel room and stole their money. That, that was like, what, a good 20 minutes, half hour later? Yeah. <laughs> the longest one is the cigarette. Yeah. We see him throw oh, the know, cigarette yeah. out the window and it lands in the back seat. Yep. So much happens after that. <laughs> I had that same thing happen to me, but it only happened to one arm. <laughs> I got. <laughs> yeah, we were saying it looks so There's unrealistic. There's a little loop on your on your cuff, and I and I caught it on the side of the seat. Yeah, it only happened to one arm. I didn't like lose control of the car. <laughs> I just slowly pulled over and I hooked myself. That was one of the few times <laughs> watching this movie that I like loudly laughed. Yeah, <laughs> alone. It's it's easy to laugh at something in the theaters. Yeah. Everybody else is laughing. You're in the mood to laugh. No. It's hard to do it when you're by yourself watching a movie, and that that was a point when he when he got the second arm cut. We were caught. It was just so <laughs> stupid that I was, I was like, it's so unrealistic. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That was a good bit. Yeah. Trying to steer the car with his legs. Yeah. All I was thinking when he was steering it with his legs was Dustin would have this. He would have At this At what down. point do you yell for help? The guy sitting right <laughs> next to you can grab to the steering that? wheel. <laughs> Not this movie. No, him. <laughs> <laughs> Drive with the legs. Yeah. I used to do that a long time ago. Not quite as flexible as they used to be. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like once you realize it's a bad situation, you're better off waking up your passenger to help you yeah. <laughs> than just letting it keep going. At no point did he lose control of his legs. There's no reason he couldn't have stepped on the brakes. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, I didn't, didn't know even about think about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, he's got to steer. He's going 70 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. They really deserve everything that happens to him, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Spinning out, doing donuts down an exit ramp at like 70. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spinning out is is a terrible feeling. This is the first time I really sat there and like put it together in my head watching a, a spin out scene of like, there's a point there where they're just walking around the car. Yeah. With the camera. Like the car is completely still and they're just doing a circle around it. And of course they are, but it looks great. Yeah. I just never put that together until this viewing. It was very clear to me. Steve Martin wakes up from his lab and goes, hey, huh? what, what, what happened? Oh, he almost hit a deer. It's fine. Yeah. He's <laughs> just sweating bullets. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Where's the rain? You should take your coat off. It's a little hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's their setting up the, the car's on fire yeah. at that point. That kind of bugged me, though. I mean, if they if it's heating up the car enough where, I they're, know. where they're getting hot and sweating there should be enough smoke for them to know there's a fire <laughs> yeah when you said that happened to me before I thought you meant throwing the cigarette out the window and no, 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 because no. that has happened to me before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to me before with a bunch of newspapers in the backseat really? yeah <laughs> great. terrible <laughs> I think his last car had a burnt cigarette hole in the back of the seat yeah that was <laughs> also me <laughs> <laughs> now if anyone wonders it's not just the smell of the cigarettes I don't want in the car. I just don't want the idea of a hole in my car. <laughs> yeah. One thing that, that really made me laugh, again, out loud, was that scene where they do wake up together. You know, Dale, why did you just kiss my ear? Why are <laughs> yeah. you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? That that joke of, oh, it's up your ass, and they start, oh, see the Bears game? That didn't really get me. What really made me laugh was the Cracker Jacks. That were all over Dell's elbow and like arm. <laughs> stuck to him. Yeah, yeah, like he's covered in Cracker Jacks. And that's hilarious. Because that's realistic. That's a grown ass man. And there with another dude covered in Cracker Jacks. <laughs> in flannel pajamas. In a, a bed soaked in beer. Yeah. I Ugh. still think that's more realistic. It's relatable. Gee, if your kid spills his milk, what do you do? Smack him in the head? Yeah, but. Would you like a mouthful of teeth? That that was my next <laughs> How would you like a mouthful of teeth? Yeah, I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather them all be there. Good one, what Steve. What kind of insult is it's that? It's not. <laughs> Candy's like, oh, you, oh, oh, so you're violent, too. Like, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> Sounds like you're signing them up for a dental plan. How would you like a mouthful of teeth? I've always dreamed of having all my teeth. I like it so far. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's a good bit. It was like a chuckle for me, but the the socks and the, the I had to, I had to like stop the movie and go on my phone and look up if that was a, ever a phrase. It no, I knew it wasn't. It was not. No, because it's not even good. <laughs> it's not threatening. No, but they they both of them treated it like it was just a thing. Yeah. How'd you <laughs> How'd you like a really good haircut? How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How about I give you a fantastic back massage? I, no. <laughs> I did like the, the socks in the sink though <laughs> If you're gonna brush your teeth Take my socks out of the sink Yeah, He immediately dries off with his underwear <laughs> Biggest whitey tighties That's a funny poop Yeah that kind of bugged me too When he was in the shower And that bathroom got all messed up Is Are we to assume Candy like Sponge bathed himself On the other side of the curtain from him 
Because I didn't all, all the towels are used in. up. The floor's soaking wet. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they cut the scene where he went in there with his hands over his eyes, going la 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 la, <laughs> so he couldn't see everything. Yeah, it had. To, I mean, that place, that room, getting that messed up had to be something else that was cut. I love this, the specific that Neil lost over seven hundred dollars that night, and Dell lost two hundred and sixty-three dollars. Yeah, pretty much exactly a thousand dollars in cash. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. Why are you rolling around with $1,000 cash in 87? Yeah, really. Well, Neil's kind of, he seems to be kind of upper middle class anyway. He's probably rolling in money. Yeah, dropping 700 <laughs> felt like nothing to him. Yeah. I mean, if he's having to take a plane home just to he get was, home. He was signed up for first class tickets. I mean, yeah, he's, first he's class tickets to go home. obviously got money, yeah. Yeah. Not to mention he the, the, the rental car he's going to have to pay for that went on his diner's card. And then yeah. another scene that got cut. The black eye, he yeah. punches him because he didn't get the insurance. <laughs> that's that's a cut though. There's that he did he not only did he get the rental car with his card, he okay. didn't get the insurance. I thought it had something to do with the guy in the truck. No, because <laughs> when they pull up in the truck, he's already got the black eye. It's the, I think it's the scene where they're talking to the cop that he gets punched. It's one of those parts gets cut. I mean, we never know because it's gone. It's just gone. Yeah, yeah. Release the Hughes cut. I was saying that outside. You weren't out there. I was saying that's going to be our first T-shirt. It's going to be a picture of the cover of planes, trains, and automobiles, and on top, r- release the Hughes cut. Yeah, we want the four-hour version. They probably could make a lot with it if they could just find it. I, th- I say we demand it. There's no Thanksgiving movies out there. This, I mean, there. I mean, there's some that involve it, but they're not. Right there, he's dead. <laughs> Again. Yeah, and now he's waking up. Now everything from this point on. <laughs> that was that was kind of one of those laugh out moments for me. Right after this, after he gets in a car with, with John Candy. Think we should set it up. I think <laughs> at this point they're in Missouri. It's whenever he gets back from the car not being in the rental lot. And right. is doing that thing with the... the, the, the that, that, that lady's great. <laughs> Whoever she... Edie something, I forget her name. She's in, she's she in a couple from... of his movies. I'm trying to think of my she favorite She was the principal's one. secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yep. No, I think I love her from Elvira. She's the one yes, that's eating yeah, yeah. that's eating the, the, what was it, the pasta? or the And she's like, my clothes are getting too hot. And she starts stripping and everything. Yeah. Mm, this is good. She always <laughs> kind of plays the same role. She's got that great little, she has a little squeaky voice. And she yeah. looks like a little like cherub like lady <laughs> and always does something dirty or, or, or yeah, yeah. seems to always have like blue mascara on the top, which uh-huh. doesn't look natural, but it works for her. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You just fuck this, fuck that. And she's like, do you have your rental agreement? You're fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that felt drawn out. I, that's actually one of my complaints for the movie. Yeah, it is funny. I don't the, think the delivery of it was perfect. The 18 fucks and 60 yeah. seconds. <laughs> Someone else may have been able to deliver that funnier. That one scene changed the whole rating of the movie. And that's my problem with it. <laughs> you, you lose so much money by putting this out as an R-rated film. Yep. You're yeah. cutting your audience in half. It don't help. Yeah. For that maybe 30 second bit. It went from PG-13 to R. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of an okay joke. I think the very first line could have been the funniest part of that whole shit. And it's just, how can I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking smile off your face. <laughs> yeah. That shit's funny. And then do the, do you have your ticket? 
I threw it away. You're fucked. I don't think the tirade was necessary. It doesn't get funnier as it goes, really. Yeah. I mean, that's just not how jokes work. But to, to lose the PG-13 rating and lose all that audience, I know it's already, already it did well. It's not yeah. like it came out and was a bomb or nothing. But I just, you could have done so much better if you released it with family. Could watch family it. Family rating, yeah. Yeah. Because other than that scene, there's not really anything R-rated in it. No, not so much. There's a joke between the hand between two pillows, but... And that's just a goofy joke. Yeah. <laughs> me me and my friends do that goofy joke all the time. Me and all my buds. <laughs> yeah. Just a goofy, stupid joke. By the way, when I slept here last night, you need you need to just back off a little bit. No, I was just doing that silly goofy those, joke the, where the, there's... Those, those aren't pillows. Yeah. No, look, Bob, <laughs> I brought pillows if you needed them. It's just a stupid joke I do. Wouldn't it be funny if you used them? <laughs> no. After that, when he when he gets to the airport, <laughs> and he's he's mouthing off to that guy on the sidewalk, and the guy just decks him. Mm-hmm. Dell shows up, almost runs him over again. Yeah, That's driving how, like a maniac in that airport. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and his pedestrians crossing the street all over the yeah. place. He's just doing like sixty through that up that lane. <laughs> but he gets out and he starts starts yelling at the guy. How could you? What kind of person are you? Help him up. Get him in the car. He's like gladly. Yeah, he picks him up by his testicles. I've never seen a man <laughs> picked up by his testicles before. Well, it's that fun. Yeah. <laughs> His voice had gone up. It was so good, yeah. And it's, it's a great reveal because the scene's going on for a minute before he talks. He's like, <laughs> yeah. it's lucky for you that that cop showed up when he did. <laughs> Do you have any idea how glad I'd be if he didn't? <laughs> I don't like John Candy with the mustache. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know why they made him do that. <laughs> I got that fashion critique right off the bat. I want that known. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like him with the beard in Wagon Z, so it was weird. Well, it killed him. <laughs> yeah, well, it was the beard. <laughs> it's probably the beard and the, the desert and the yeah, heat yeah. and riding horses. <laughs> what do you think the temperature is, one? About when the train breaks down. It's oh, in yeah. the middle of nowhere. And like, oh, mile or mile and a half up the hill there, there's a highway. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the trucks will pick you up. Yeah, does that happen? What? <laughs> that got me thinking, like, can that just happen? <laughs> no. Because what if a train breaks down in the middle of nowhere? What do you do? Yeah, what do you do about the train coming up behind you? Yeah. <laughs> I think they would have to call it into the station and then reroute the other trains. Yeah, but then how do you? what do you do with the passengers? What the train of? can't move. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd want to stay on it. <laughs> I imagine they could get automobiles to go pick them up. But, I mean, if it's a passenger train, just heat it. And have to work on the train, and they just have to wait till it actually goes. Can't get on no train from there, unless you cattle, pigs, and cows, and such. People train leaves yeah. out of yeah. What the hell? <laughs> well, that makes sense. Didn't really make sense until I moved here, though. But what about Gus's son, the hotel owner's son that picks him up in the truck? Oh yeah, with his wife, <laughs> just snorting and spitting. So disgusting. <laughs> I loved it. That was good. He shake, shakes Dell's hand. Dell just gets a normal handshake. And then spits and wipes the spit. And you can see the spit all over his hand. He wipes on his mouth. And then immediately shakes Neil's hand. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that wouldn't have gotten shook. Another loud laugh from me. <laughs> but it happened so quick. It's like it's it's almost relatable. Like that was like, so like fast. A, like that, it's a reflex. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't even put together what happened in time. <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? 
Woman, get up off your ass and get this trunk. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> no, God, no. Why would you? We got it. We got it. It's fine. No, she's tough. She had a, she's strong. <laughs> she had her first baby sideways. Didn't even scream. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? I feel like she used to get rid of that husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get off your lazy ass. That again, though, felt like like that was funny. That was very funny. But you're thinking, okay, so what's gonna happen with this this fucking weird Gus's son guy? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Something else got cut. <laughs> yeah. When that train breaks down, is when they go to the bus. Have you ever traveled by bus? No. Your your day's not gonna get better. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how it is. That sucks about traveling across country three days on a bus. Yeah. Is that you're having to take buses that also just run normally across the city. It's that quick little montage, that kid running up and down the aisle. Yeah. It's so real. People it's leaning so like on each that. other and got their feet over each other's seats and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd have so much of a problem with that. Just as yeah. long as it was me. You got that couple making out. Yep. Dell points it out. Look, look, look. Oh, I mean, she laid practically laid her head in his lap. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that happened on the way to Montana bus ride. That happened. Oh, yeah. On the bus <laughs> I was on. I told the story about when the guy got stabbed, and then the guy that stabbed him stayed on the bus, and the guy that got stabbed got kicked off the bus in the middle of nowhere, and we kept going. <laughs> wow. I forget what episode that was, but I did tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> This was this was on the way to Montana. That happened on the way back from Montana. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, the wildest thing I ever had happen to me while traveling was a tractor trailer in front of us kicked up a rock the size of a softball. And it went straight through the middle of the windshield and crashed into the back seat. <laughs> Came through there like a cannonball. I'm always freaked out about something flying through the windshield when I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. That thing punched a hole through there like nothing. <laughs> I still remember driving the work truck back in the day that i was behind this one of those like crusher trucks the trucks have a bunch of wrecked truck or cars on it oh flat ones that have been flattened yeah but they're all just kind of have pieces hanging (laughs) yeah (laughs) and as it was going we're going 55 on a highway i'm behind it i see like it looks like a blanket fly up from like the front of the truck (laughs) and i'm behind the truck and then as it's like flying at me and flipping i realize it's not a blanket it's a windshield oh god and i have to just quick <laughs> swerve over and everything just shatters in the in the lane next to me wow what did you guys think about what did you guys think fucking garbage bail get over here ruining all my setups <laughs> Susie snots a lot <laughs> you okay? don't make me laugh sorry i can't take it I'm not going to talk until you stop sneezing. <laughs> Folks, Sylvia is actively dying on this podcast. I really am. <laughs> I did like the line. I've been thinking, Dell. It's it's after he sells all his sample shower curtain rings as earrings. Yeah. They're having breakfast because obviously Dell was able to pay for breakfast. Neil's like, hey, I've been thinking about it, man. And we when we put our heads together, and Dell's like, yeah, smiling. Man, we really just get nowhere. <laughs> that was pretty good. I thought he was going the other way with it. Did you just get an X-Men power of sneezes? Is that your mutant gene? Is you could just sneeze for a hundred straight sneezes? Man, Professor took, Xavier's going to love you. I took two shots at Dayquil, and that's not helping. I did like some of the ways he was selling the earrings. Like those three girls. Makes you look older, too. Shoot, I would <laughs> say you look about 18, 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. 
He didn't have them at 18. He had them at 20, though. Yeah. Even immediately their hands jut out with money. Yeah. Everything <laughs> Candy does in this is great. Hughes knows exactly how to use John Candy. Yeah. It's true. This one's Czechoslovakian ivory. <laughs> this is what? What did he say? It was some sports figure. He's like, this is the John McEnroe edition or something. Yeah, signed. <laughs> now, these were originally handcrafted for the Grand Wizard of Japan. Yeah. <laughs> what? When Delve shows up with that rental car, he was able to get one and Neil couldn't. You could take from it like, well, Neil handled it absolutely the worst way. And Dell probably was a great guy. And that's why he got a car and, and Neil didn't. But also you could take it as like, I almost feel like it was a deleted scene somewhere that Dell's car was parked in V5. Like, I feel like Dell got the car Neil was supposed <laughs> yeah. to get. Wasn't that basically what he said? He said he used his, his credit card to rent it. He had to use his name to rent it, right? Right. So I was taking, he rented it, then he called up and they thought they already had him down for a rental. That's how I was. That's what I'm saying. I think you're right, but I don't, I don't think we see that. I think no. that, that got cut and, right, and we're yeah. just, like, that's just the we're obvious. trying to make sense of the scene now. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another probably great bit that got cut. I feel like, again, this is just something I feel. I don't know from, I wasn't there, but. I feel like Hughes had a, a version of the cut version of this, and yeah. they cut it further than that, and that's where we lose all this. Yeah. I bet you Hughes kind of maintained a lot of what we're complaining about with that, that first cut, and it still wasn't short enough. When they got it down to two hours and, the, and this, the studio said it still wasn't short enough, I think it was. I think you should have left it there. <laughs> what about? You know, you got things about you I don't like, too. Oh, yeah, they won. Well, kind of stammers for a minute. You play with your balls a lot. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Again, laughed out loud. (laughs) So I do not play with my balls. (laughs) I was trying to watch the movies a second time to see if he did. And I really couldn't catch (laughs) it. Right. Now you're looking to see him every time he plays with his balls. (laughs) I couldn't catch it. But but the the topper, the the best tag on that is the, you know what would make me happy? Another set of balls and some extra fingers. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, Candy kills it in this one. Man, as a kid watching this movie, I just couldn't make sense of or, or comprehend all the stuff going on when they're going the wrong way on the highway. Oh, I've yeah. had that happen. But at, yeah, man, as, as going back now, watching it as a full-grown man, how do they not realize for so fucking long that they are literally going the wrong way? Yeah. It is so apparent it's and scary. Night, it's the night before Thanksgiving. They're on uh, Interstate Highway. So there probably really wasn't a lot of traffic. Right. But just the act of Neil, looking Neil's over sleeping. to your right. Neil's in a passenger seat sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was funny. How do they know which way we're going? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> how do they know? You can see him put it together <coughs> with his face. Yeah, how would they know? Yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks. Nice whatever. It took him a couple mid- solid minutes to. Yeah. Again. Kinda, t- he kind of looked down and saw the barrier in between them and like, wait a minute. <laughs> we should be on that side. Yeah. It took just long enough for them to deserve it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they get the comeuppance from it. 
Oh no, that is the scariest thing going on oncoming traffic. That was the other thing that happened to me on a trip. It was we're going from New York to Kentucky, and we were on the interstate. It's the middle of the night, and it was my turn to drive, and I'm driving, and I'm like starting to nod off. We pulled into a rest stop, and we're leaving the rest stop and get on an entrance ramp, and I go up, I get on the highway, and move over to the middle lane. It's three lanes, and immediately I start falling asleep. Yeah. Next thing I noticed, a tractor trailer on both sides of the car passing me, on the left and the right, and the lanes merge from three to two. Oh. <laughs> I'm in the middle of two tractor trailers oh, and, while they're coming together. <laughs> That's what woke me up was that both of them blaring their horns and I just see the gap in, around the car closing. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> when I say I almost put that brake pedal through the floor, <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> I was standing on that thing. <laughs> I'm always like wondering if you like really stopped on your brakes so darn hard. Would yes. that flip your car? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if you've been on a bike, but when you put your brake on really fast on your bike, it flips yeah. it. <laughs> I well, went over that the way. Front brake. <laughs> that's only yeah, and that's also only because you're heavier than the bike is. Yeah. Well, just so you know, it's sometimes the heavy, back yeah. brake doesn't work, and when you're hitting <laughs> both of them, only the front does. It's yeah. not a good situation. So now I have this paranoia that if you put your brake on too fast in a car, it does the same thing. But thank you for telling me it doesn't. No, the car's got low <laughs> enough center of gravity, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> the, worst, the worst that would happen would be the tires would lock up and you slide or yeah. or the anti-lock brakes would just pump it real hard. <laughs> but I see, I can see how you'd think that, though. <laughs> That's so cute that you thought if you hit the brakes too hard, you'd flip your car. <laughs> Well, I feel like if you're going like 90 miles per hour and you just stomp on your brake with no like thought <laughs> you just pattern, start it makes cartwheeling. sense. Yes. <laughs> 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 just ass over tea kettle. In yep. a Honda Civic. Just <laughs> I think that's why I didn't drive for so long, too. I was like, I think I was nine or 10, and my mom had her friend Worst. driving us. And he was like 90. And when he pulled out, he pulled out onto ongoing traffic on Route 9 with all the cars. And I'm just in the back seat praying that I'm not going to die as I see the cars going straight at us. <laughs> I remember me driving you to work on 9G and you just being mad I wasn't driving fast enough. I was going exactly the speed limit. And she's like, man, most of the time people go a little over. It's like, yeah, but I don't know where the cops sit on this highway. I've never fucking been on driving. <laughs> I was late to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being late to work. <laughs> I also thought it was funny when he put his foot down about not sharing the hotel room with him. That's when he gets separate beds. When they're at the El Rancho. Mm-hmm. That's Yeah, that's when they finally get two beds in one hotel room. Yeah, because he had to give him $17.50 or something and his watch because he didn't have the $45 to cover the room. Yep, $17 and a nice watch. I had made a note in the beginning of the movie that I liked that watch. When he's in that meeting waiting for his boss to decide. Oh, yeah. He looks at his watch and it's got the cool golden-like bars across it. Uh, That's a really cool watch. And then it does come back later in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, what about $2 and a Casio? Guy <laughs> 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 just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> I think when they're at the El Rancho, 
is when they commit the biggest crime of the whole movie. Oh, yeah. When they straight up drive their, drive car, their car through, through the, the yeah through the hotel room, it's okay though because they didn't have a credit card this time. It's and still they didn't illegal. Have information down. Don't yeah. call it planes, trains, automobiles. Call it crimes, felonies, and vandalism. Yeah. When Neil gets punched by that cab driver, like he absolutely deserved it. There was no question. <laughs> oh about yeah, that. at he that was point, just he was, to him the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the car catching fire and burning. For God knows how long on the side of the road, and they still get it and drove away later. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's the darndest thing, officer. We were just talking about it. The, the speedometer does not work. I have no idea how fast I'm going. Radio does though. Radio works fine. <laughs> it was strangely enough. Yeah, <laughs> radio works. Well, none, none of the wiring got burnt up. Otherwise, it, everything would be shortened out. It wouldn't run. <laughs> I feel like if I would stay near the other cars in traffic and not go above what they're going, like stay behind one. Yeah, and try to match someone's speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I would be lost without a speedometer. I'm lost without cruise control. That's something I'm thankful <laughs> for. I can mention this year is I'm thankful for cruise control. <laughs> that yeah. thing is great. Your car doesn't have it. It doesn't. I don't know why you're bringing that up now, making me. Put- because you're the one saying you're thankful for it. Well, yeah, because I appreciate why. it as a thing, but you're going to put me on blast on the internet. The guy doesn't even have cruise control in his car. I have. I've never used it in oh, my oh, life. Oh, she has it. Look at this show off. <laughs> yeah, I don't use mine either. <laughs> Do you really think this is roadworthy? Yeah, we had a small fire last night, but luckily we called it in time. <laughs> yeah. I like the dumbfounded look on the cop's face when they're saying that. Like, yeah. you just can't believe anything coming out of their mouth. That cop was somebody, too. Who was he? Michael McKean. He was, I want to say, Mr. Green in the Clue, but more famously from other roles. He was even the principal in Ferris Bueller, I think. That's right. That's where I'm, that's where I'm thinking of him from. Yeah. No, he wasn't the principal in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. That was somebody else. Who was that? Because I always mix those two together. And that was the guy that was kind of a kind of canceled because of child pornography esque kind of dude. Oh, God. He had gray hair and glasses. No, he didn't. Didn't he? You have gray hair and glasses when you talk like that. I wish I had gray hair. Why would you wish that? I wish I had hair. Technically, I wish I had white hair. Yeah, Jeffrey Jones, the dad from Beetlejuice. He's the one that I always mix Michael McKean up with. Okay. Why? Then I wouldn't have to dye it light colors so I could have it multicolors at all times if I had white hair. They have that drunken bonding scene. Little hint towards Dell's wife not being around, Marie. (laughs) Yeah. And then we get John Candy's great Chet Hanks impression. Say again. Chet Hanks. People get it. (laughs) Tom Hanks' son. Oh, okay. And uh, people got mad at him, and it was like, what? This is just how I feel. I, I This is how I talk. This is how I feel. And, yeah. <laughs> when when did the scene happen where they were freezing, and there was a, like a frozen dog growling at him? That was in the back of Gus's son's truck. Cause I, I, so I've seen images of it, but for some reason, the two times I watched that movie this week, I didn't catch that. Yeah, when... <laughs> They get in the back of the truck. I remember getting in the back. I I must have blinked and missed the dog. Yeah, it it is like that. (laughs) There's a pair of gloves in the hay in the back of the truck. And and Neil goes to reach down and grab them. And then out of the hay jumps the dog. Like, (laughs) I'll shoot you with one of those shots from Pulp Fiction. Jam it right into the chest (laughs) cavity. Adrenaline. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm still trying to figure out my movie. I think you're getting stuck with the best little harassment actor. We should have moved that movie, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Elton John wrote a song for this movie that was never used and it was never released. Like yeah. no, nobody outside his own people ever heard it. Yeah. Hughes, <laughs> Hughes always has like a, a, a kind of a movie theme song for the movie. Yeah. That this one was going to be the same way and Elton John was going to write it, but the, the studios demanded full rights to the soundtrack album. Right. And Elton John had a, a certain deal with MCA where he couldn't give them those rights. So the song had to be just just locked away. could not be used. Okay. <laughs> that kind of sucks. For like legal red tape reasons. Yeah, because it's about their movie. Yeah. That, and they can't use it. So they're not allowing them to release it's all part, something about their movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> even, all part... Even though they wrote it. <laughs> exactly. It's all it's part not, of releasing the Hughes cut. Yeah. Give it to us. We want all of it. We want yeah. the Elton John song, too. Paramount. The one thing I read where they said that they had considered it, they had considered making re-releasing the movie the full cut like years later and decided against it because, it was, because now cell phones were so prevalent and, and that would eliminate half the plot of the movie. Huh? If they both had cell phones. Yes, obviously a lot of stuff <laughs> from the 80s and 90s could have been solved with a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, though, you know, so we didn't have cell phones back then. Yeah. It's a, it's a period piece, call it. I mean, But yeah. I like that he was in the hotel room with the dial-up phone. It had the lock on it. That I was like crazy. That. I feel like that's a fire hazard. There's no <laughs> way. Do they really have those? Well, really? Yeah. With the locks on the rotary phone? Yeah. Yeah. In hotels? How do you get the lock undone? I don't know. It has something to do with renting the room. I think you pay extra. Like, if you were to put a quarter somewhere in that room, there's no way that lock's not in the way of turning the rotary. Like, you would need the key, and then if you push the key in and turn it, well, then the key's in the way of turning the rotary. So it still wouldn't work. You would unlock it, it comes off, and you can move it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the, the, the room is on fire. (laughs) <laughs> and you need yeah. the fire department. I well, that feel would, like, like she said, that would only be a thing if you paid extra for it. Yeah, you gotta pay extra to get the fire. Yeah, if you didn't pay the fire, insurance. I feel like if your room's on fire, it's not your room. You leave your room because it's the hotel's problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he crashed right. through the window and he left. Grab your suitcase and run. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is there dressers in hotel rooms? Who really unpacks their suitcase? Imagine loading and puts a dresser. In a dresser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have probably literally named two people, and it makes no sense. <laughs> I have never been in a hotel room where I took my clothes out of a suitcase and put them in a dresser. No, never I used have... a dresser. <laughs> I use the top drawer of the dresser for, like, things in my pockets. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. about it. Not even. That just goes on top of the dresser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've taken my stuff out at hotel rooms, but it's because I actually was forced to live in the hotel room for a while. Oh. So that's a different situation. Yeah, that'd be a whole different story. You're gonna <laughs> I mean, stay I'm, there a night or two. I mean, it don't make sense. Yeah, no. I've I've had hotel rooms with like me and a friend or me some guys get like three days, two days, three days in yeah. this hotel room. This is kind of our spot to be in for this event. Yeah, and yeah, the the top drawer gets used for just stuff in my pockets, and that's about <laughs> it. Everything yeah. else is just in a bag under the bed. Yeah, yeah, that's how normal people do it. <laughs> I guess. Like the fancy dancy hotel rooms, I guess people used to rent for like two or three weeks or a month just on vacations. Yeah, if you're going to be there for a significant amount of time, it kind of makes sense. But 
but these hotel and motels are supposed to be a one day ditch and leave. I don't understand why yeah. you'd ever put. I usually only there. rent them by the hour. Ah, yes. What movie was that the other day? We don't rent by the hour. We saw the Identity. Movie. What a weird Thanksgiving play that his daughter did that was just. I'm thankful my dad's coming home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. The way it feels like he might have his own like apartment in the city. <laughs> he only comes home on weekends or something. Yeah, the idea of living in Chicago and working in New York gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just thinking about it does that. Yeah, every morning I just wake up and travel three states to work. What? <laughs> I thought the connections he was making to realize when he does realize that uh that Dell's wife is dead and he has nowhere to go. They're replaying scenes in the movie and making the connections. I thought the connections were kind of weak. They could have they could have made bigger swings, I think. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, I think one of the biggest ones to me was when he said Love my wife like my family, and he was, and he was saying the first thing he did was he called the hotel. He didn't call home like he did. Right. I didn't even think about it then. That still was a good way to hide it. I thought about it when, uh, like I, I had forgotten the plot twist thing at the end. But then when he's sitting in the car that night when he couldn't get a hotel room with his Casio, and yeah. he's talking to the picture, and he's like, "I would like to be with you, but obviously that can't happen." Then I was like, oh, obviously she's dead. Yeah. So they, they ruin it with that. If they had cut that part, yeah. then it's a bigger moment at the end, I think. But that moment right there where he's in the car and he's like, I can't be with you this holiday. She's dead. We just kind of know that. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't flat out say it, but you get the idea. Yeah. I would say if you're going to have to, if you have to cut things, cut that. And just have. Something else I was thinking about that I'm sure they probably ended up cutting too was that. When he was on that train ride, having those flashbacks. If they cut two and a half hours out of this movie, <laughs> some of those flashbacks <laughs> were probably some of the cut parts, too. Did you see the thing where when he is sitting there remembering those things? Oh, yeah. That it's 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 not even like... He didn't know the camera was running. Yeah. It was just him sitting there Supposedly, waiting for the scene. Hughes just liked the way Steve Martin looked sitting on that bench waiting to do the next scene yeah. and recorded him. Yeah. That's and it funny. kind of fit together that way. Didn't bother telling him. He didn't I hope know. that's real. I hope yeah. that's really how it went down. I read that on a couple of different sites. I got a feeling that might be like partially real. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a couple of scenes where he kind of looks up and he's kind of like starts laughing out of nowhere to himself. <laughs> like they might have added that in. <laughs> so since Sylvia's going to pick the mess around scene as her favorite scene. It is. Yeah. I'm going to pick. God, for me, it, it's. I have like favorite bits. Yeah. I guess for me, favorite scene is when they're in the the rental car that Dell got. The all the stuff with him adjusting the seat because he has a bad back and he's got to get the perfect spot. Yeah, and then he gets it and then can't reach his shoes to take his shoes off. Uh, everything in the rental car when they're together that's that's my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, I was going I was going to go with the part where Dell was driving and got his arms cut. Yeah. <laughs> That was great too. That that whole section. Yeah. I feel like a whole movie like that, which you know, they people saw that that was a really cool, cool and funny part of this movie, and that's why we got Tommy Boy. Wow, yeah. right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, tell me, Tommy Boy isn't this movie made later on? Kinda, yeah. Least favorite would be, I think it's the stuff with with John Candy in the car at that hotel. Oh yeah, 
Like it, it doesn't feel right that he would even be out there. Yeah. At that Neil's point, Neil's got story. a hotel room with two with beds two in beds. It. <laughs> at this why? point in the story, there's no reason to think Neil yeah. would let him sit out there like that, and it ruins the reveal at the end. Yeah, I mean, they just spent so much time together at this point. It'd be like, all right, come on in. I got two beds. As much as I love John Candy's performance, and he's great in that scene as well, I think that's the scene I would cut. Yeah, and that maybe could have gave us the beer exploding on the bed back. <laughs> Something I would have liked that back, <laughs> or maybe a little more of the wife interacting somehow. Yeah, the wife has such a big moment at the end that it's like, it's crazy we saw her for seven yeah, seconds <laughs> in the beginning, like in the rest of the movie. It doesn't make as, so much, I mean, you don't you don't care about her as much. Yeah, but that scene Just is, it's filmed so big on her. I know, yeah. It probably would have made more sense if there was more material to the movie. Yeah. Kudos to that actress to, to be able to like command that whole ass scene <laughs> yeah. in a movie she's in for seven seconds. <laughs> yeah. Without saying much of a word. I think I would have cut out... So he's got the, the scissors robbery. out, folks. Oh, the, where they lost the money in their wallets? Yeah, they already had so much other stuff going on. It was weird. They made a point to show us that they lost all their cash, and then later on but, showed that Neil had $17. and But they still didn't seem to have much of a problem paying for all this other stuff along the way. Yeah, they didn't need to lose all the money. Yeah. I think that just goes with the subtext I was mentioning that I think Hughes was going for about how money means nothing and family's everything. So he's yeah. just throwing money away the whole movie. But, yeah, you wouldn't have needed to leave in that weird scene of him robbing them if, you, yeah. if you're going to cut everything else that Braidwood in. I don't know. I'm telling you, it's just a hatchet job with what they cut. I don't like the decisions they made. Yeah. And because, of course, we don't know what was shot and how it looked, we can't really have a... Good opinion on it, but right, yeah. I mean, I I'm sure I, I in the long run I agree it would need to be cut, but I don't think cutting it down to ninety something minutes was should have been the answer. Yeah, maybe another half hour or so could have been good. And then leaving in things like Dell in the car by himself talking to his dead wife before the reveal his wife's dead. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah, he could have been sitting at the train station after Steve Martin left and had that scene. Yeah. Or, or not have that scene and let the reveal be Steve Martin figuring it out with us figuring it out and really put together things. In the, you in the could beginning. have had, the way they should have done it was Steve Martin should have figured it out on, on the train like he did, like they did. But instead of Dell doing it in front of the hotel room, after you realize Steve Martin figured it out, then flash back to Dell talking to himself like that. And then Steve Martin shows up. Yeah. Especially when that scene of him in the car getting snowed on like that, it just follows into them getting drunk together. Yeah. Which is a great scene. And and you could have just opened on that scene yeah. without having any of that. Yeah. But again, we don't know exactly what they cut. There could have been other stuff there too. I know. Who knows? That's my biggest problem with this is it's just a hatchet job, I think. Yeah. They just, they just cut too much without concern of how it affects the movie. I mean, at the very least, they could have put deleted scenes on the disc. I know! <laughs> No, we gotta wait twenty let's, let's years. Let you, let's to you figure get... it out. I laid in your own mind. Watch, watch this too if you want to figure it out. What happened? Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> but because there's so many things that didn't make sense. Yeah, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we have to just we start the movement here and now. Release the Hughes cut. Paramount has it somewhere. Johnny Paramount's keeping that thing in his vault, yep. and it could be on Paramount Plus tomorrow if enough people sign the petition, buys the T-shirts. <laughs> release the Hughes cut we want the Elton John song yeah that too come on all of it yeah <laughs> I give this movie a 6 yeah well now we're rating it on Thanksgiving movies so it's hard to <laughs> yeah 
I'm rating it as a comedy, and I rate it as a six. I'm thinking seven. <laughs> there, there is some inconsistencies here and there, but I think the way they work off each other makes up for it. Yeah, I'm around seven. Yeah, I think it's it's sad that there's like there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies to pick from. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. It really is one of the better John Candy movies. Yeah. So to to give it a low score, I know it's supposed to be kind of a buddy thing, where it's it's them two equally head. Yeah, it, John, but John Candy, I think, is the one that really shines. In it. He's the, he's the movie man. <laughs> and Steve Martin's still great, but yeah, there's a few scenes with him that were kind of overdone. I usually don't want to give sevens, but on a holiday movie, you can give a seven. I think <laughs> a holiday movie you could give a six. <laughs> well, Bern, we get it. <laughs> All right, you don't like holidays. Uh, there was a point in time I remember her saying she didn't like comedies in general. I don't. So, so I think a six is kind of a gift from her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a comedy and a holiday. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I gave it a six. You got the double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep this conversation going, folks. We are on Instagram at Movies Against, on Twitter at Movies Against. We have an email, matpod at gmail.com. It helps us show out a lot. If you rate and review, give us a five-star review, however you get your podcasts. And now is the time where we get a taste of the future. Sylvia tells us. Well, I haven't decided. It's between two movies, so you'll find out next week. What? No, it, that's not yes, how this is had. Yes, what? That's it's bullshit. How it's had I just haven't decided which one I want. You look so disgusted. <laughs> You want to do Ski Patrol? No. You want to do Crime Wave? No. We could pick Home Alone and just got filthy animals. No. That's true. I hate Home Alone. <laughs> we could do Snow Dogs with Cuba Gooden Jr. No. Let's just do Encino Man. No. Can I interest you in Commando? No. Have you tried Eraser? No. Would you like a taste of Conan the Barbarian? No. Have you thought about collateral damage? Getting close to Christmas. What about a Christmas story? Absolutely not. <laughs> that could be your pick. But holidays is a good point, Bob. What about because of the holidays we do Last Action Hero? <laughs> no. Okay. True Lies? Wrath of Khan? <laughs> you didn't like the idea of Festival Courthouse in Texas, so you made me think of something else. <laughs> we have no this Planet is your of the fault. Apes yet. <laughs> Surf Ninjas? Three Ninjas? Tequila Sunrise, Miss yeah. Stoutfire. <laughs> You're not getting me to another comedy. A few Good Men, You Die Hard too. I Own a Dr. Moreau, Mummy. It's like that other movie you kind of liked. Rom for Elephants? Brom Stroker's A Christmas Story? No, the one with the... Rod <laughs> Stroman's Frankenstein? Oh. <laughs> I'm tapping out. It's already 12 o'clock 07. <laughs> All right. So we don't know your pick. Sounds good. We'll let you know how it turned out. Bob, let's just do Castaway. <laughs> and not tell her. Isn't that a three-hour movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to suck. Great. <laughs> <laughs>